0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Clubhouse Chatter Podcast. And we got a special one here today. We are getting an interview once again with Cut or geez, cop and state pitcher Timmy Rafino, uh, Say hello, Timmy. What's up, guys? So we did get an interview with Timmy last year, back when they were in the NCAA tournament. Now, that does beg the uh, first question, the team has made a big drop this year. So, what happened with that? Is it due to injuries, players leaving, coaching changes?
1: Um, I mean, we we lost three guy, three major pieces to our team last year, and it was all three of our outfielders, and they were kind of big, big parts of our lineup last year. Um, so we had to replace them in the middle of the season. One of our best players, Hamburg, got hurt. Um injury, but that was our Sunday guy and our four our three four hole hitter. Um so we're losing him. Uh we, we lost him, we just got him back. But uh I don't know, just having to replace those three guys with new guys that are coming into the program, no matter if they came from high school, JUCO, another four year school. Uh it's it's still pretty difficult because you have to they have to understand the culture, understand what Coppin's about. And, you know, we figure it out, we're actually starting to play a little bit. So we've played some bad baseball. We haven't won games that we should have um, taken care of business like we should have. Um, so it's not really lack of talent. like. Um, and we're still not out of the, the uh, NEC conference um, bid or whatever. Um, so this weekend is definitely an important weekend for us. We, we, we have to take, you know, at least two out of three games this weekend to still have a shot. But, um, we, uh, like I said, we're starting to finally play better baseball. Um, actually our pitching staff's taken huge leaps this year. Um, just from top to bottom, we just have, you know, a better quality of guys coming out of the pen as well as in the rotation. It's not, you know, just a couple, couple guys at the end that you never really know what you're going to get. Um, it's this year has been, you know, whoever steps out on the mound, we all, we have confidence in no matter if it's the, you know, best guy on the staff or the worst guy on the staff. Um, so, I mean, like I said, we still have a shot. We still have a shot of, you know, getting back to the same record we had last year and also making the tournament. I mean, you so know, we still have a chance of making the tournament and that's all that's important to is because our motto of the whole year has been if we can, Uh, make it to the tournament anything can happen and really anything in the conference tournament can happen no matter if you're the sixth seed or the one seed uh, anybody's got a shot to make it and we got the arms for that tournament to be able to make a run deep deep run into the tournament so
0: so speaking of the tournament does it work with um does it work like every team makes a tournament and then whoever wins that tournament goes to the NCAA tournament or does it work like you have to be in the top six in the conference to make it there
1: yeah, so it's the top six uh, teams make the conference tournament, and the winner of the conference tournament, no matter record or seeding, goes to the uh, goes to the NCA regional. We don't have we don't really have a bid uh, that's outside of the automatic bid, um, like a doing and everything. You they can yeah. you know, get bid in without that, but yeah. So basically, six teams, whoever wins that goes on to the regional. Well, we
0: all from Clubhouse chatter. We wish you luck in the rest of your season and everything with that. Um, so, speaking of the pitching, so I remember last year you got injured and that injury set you short for your season. What was the rehab like?
1: Uh, so it was a lot of uh, a lot of band work, um, a lot of like playing with play doh type deal, um, and mainly like once I. Once the injury like healed, it was we had to focus on making sure it was strong again. So a lot of workouts, um, and then once that they felt like uh, the UCL was stronger, um, whenever I got back to throwing, it was low amounts of throwing, making sure that you know, kind of responding to how my elbow felt each day um, was important, uh, and also like personally, I have made it since. Um, Since I got injured, I wanted to lose some weight, so I was always on the treadmill working out my lower body, um, just trying to shed some pounds in preparation for when I was healthy and able to throw the ball. Um, I was in a good spot to do that. Um, So, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. Just, uh, like I said, a lot of band work, a lot of checking in. Um, It was healing properly. Um, and just kind of responding to any soreness or, you know, nagging things that come with – injury um and you know once i got back out there it was just making sure that i wasn't throwing too much or the right amount of volume was being used at certain days and kind of in the fall um i didn't really get over two innings pitched within our inner squads and you know everything we did in the fall to make sure that my you know elbow was reacting in the proper way um so it wasn't anything like that
0: uh, has your approach to pitching in games this year been different since the injury happened?
1: Uh, definitely. I mean, I feel like every time I go out there, I just, uh, you know, since having that injury, it just kind of showed like the game can be taken away from you in an instant like, and you you never expect it. Um, you, you'll never know. So every time I go out there, I'm just, you know, giving it my all and making sure that each pitch is with some type of effort that, you know, was full out given my all on each and every pitch. Um, And it also, like, I feel it helped me kind of understand who I am as a pitcher and allowed me to sit back and look at my mechanic that flawed um, pre-injury. And I've definitely been, like, not throwing strikes was my issue prior to the injury, but I've definitely thrown a lot more strikes um, and, have been more competitive with each and every pitch I throw. Um, and just – I feel like uh, the ball is coming out really well too now um, just because I've had time to strengthen up my UCL and, like I said, lose lose a little weight, um, lean out a little bit. and The intensity level and the mindset is just different um, each and every time I go out there.
0: That's always a great thing. Um, so what's the hardest team you've ever pitched against?
1: Um, I probably want to say Oregon State. I mean, those guys were – those guys could hit. Uh, they knew what – they had an approach every time they went up there. Even when you made good pitches, uh, they still found a way to put a barrel on it. Um, and just having to not really outthink them, but just kind of throw the pitch up there and hope for the best, you know. That's, that's kind of what it was because those guys could just see the ball so well. It didn't matter, you know who was out there. Those guys are just good hitters in general.
0: I mean, yeah. And um, so what was it like pitching against them at Oregon State? Did that affect it even more going there to pitch there?
1: Um, uh, Yes and no. Cause I mean, growing up in Louisiana, you always go to Alex box and, you know, SEC schools around there. So you see, you know, 10,000 fans and, not to mention ECU last year was a great environment with packed out stadium and everything. So um, the venue was awesome. Uh, I thought there was going to be a little bit more. I was not saying, but um, it was definitely. Once once I ran out there to the mound, uh, you know, you kind of had those nerves when you run into the mound. But once I got on the mound and through the first warm-up pitch, it was kind of all back to business, you know. So it didn't really affect me in any way that I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm pitching at Oregon State right now." It's more of like, this is pretty cool. I'm pitching at <laughs> Oregon State. i not watching Oregon State play in, in the basketball series basketball. and everything. It was like, "Wow, you know, I'm really playing against a team that I, you know, a couple years ago were just watching in Omaha." Um, hmm. So, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty cool experience. I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. So,
0: who's the hardest hitter you've faced just this year?
1: Uh, the question uh I'd probably say like almost anybody from the Oregon State lineup to be honest because uh, like I said those guys those guys had an approach every time they went up there they knew what they were looking for um and even when I made good pitches it still felt like they were getting a barrel on it or they were hitting it um but uh, I forgot his name definitely the four hole from Oregon State he's Big guy plays third over there. Um, that guy, I mean, when he when he hit the when when the barrel touched the ball, hit it or not, things hit hard. Um, so he was definitely one guy who was who was a tough out and tough guy to face. Um, yeah, I mean, that, it, just anybody from that Oregon State lineup. I'm not gonna lie, those guys were they could really see the ball well. And they hadn't, like I said, they had an approach. They understood what they were looking for. And if you threw something that they weren't looking for, they were going to take it. And if you threw, if you fed into what they were looking for, they were going to, you know, hit their pitch. So.
0: So if you were to get drafted by an MLB team, is there any specific team you'd like to get drafted by?
1: Uh, Probably not. I mean, any, any type of, you know, if you get drafted, it wouldn't matter what team. I mean, the experience and the opportunity is, is you know, the best best opportunity you could have. It doesn't matter what team it's for. Um, I mean, if you know, if I had to choose, it would be it would be cool to get drafted by the Angels because Jim Abbott pitched there. But I would also want to try to, you know, be better than he was at that time. Uh, I mean, that's just like anybody who they grow up watching having the same disability as Jim Abbott, it makes me want to be better than him in college. And, you know, if I get the opportunity to go play pro ball, same thing. Um, So it's always somebody I looked up to and somebody I'd want to be better than. Um, And leave no doubt in everybody's mind that, you know, I would, I was the best one-handed athlete in the MLB, you know, just, just kind of that push and uh, motivation. Um, it would be cool. So what MLB player would you like to
0: pitch against the most?
1: Uh, I don't really have a, a favorite one that I'd like to pitch against. I mean, I'd love to pitch against them all. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Probably like Bryce Harper or something. I feel like that, I bet, would be cool lefty on lefty and the way Bryce Harper is. And uh, maybe like Mike Trout or something like that. That would be kind of cool to, to face off against. But like I said, any opportunity to pitch against those guys, I mean, you got to be doing something right. So,
0: uh, Which MLB player would you like to play with the most?
1: Uh, hmm. I probably maybe like Michael Lorenzen. Uh I've always I grew up watching him a little bit at Fullerton and when he was with the Reds and the Angels, but he, he seems like a good guy to be a person off the field so it'd be cool to kinda you know, talk ball with him or be his teammate, uh just being the person he is.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um so given that you are a red shirt junior, what are your plans for after college?
1: Um, I, I'm unsure yet. Um, I, I really want to pursue my master's degree somewhere and try to get an MBA. Um, Cause I know I possibly won't have an opportunity to play pro ball. Um, so with that being said, uh, I'd like to prepare myself for the future to make a, uh, make some good money and get some good job offers. So I feel like a master's route would be good. Um, You know, getting a master's degree, having a bachelor's, um, it would give me more opportunities outside of baseball um, that I could prepare for.
0: Yeah. And once again, that is all the questions we have. Thank you for your time. We wish you all the best for the rest of your season. Anyone, if you want to go follow Timmy, his Instagram, if I'm not mistaken, is timmy.rafino. Yep. Um, ours is Clubhouse Chatter if you want to go follow us. And we will see you all in the next one.